time for Godime. After an indefinite hiatus, it's time for Godime. Wow, and my voice fades off into croakiness at the end of that. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's going to be a tough one today. Recovering from a, uh, a New York New York born illness. I reckon I got bird flu over there. More like rat flu, am I right? <laughs> the only rats I saw were in my uh, in my pants. <laughs> God, horrible. Horrible. There was a better joke there. That was terrible. Well, 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 Elliot. Welcome to episode 12 of Graphic Design is My Elliot. Good time. <laughs> we are so fucking back. The happiest of Tuesdays to you all. It is truly Elliot time. Pause for the thumbnail. Uh, on... On the menu for today, Japan, New York, and great news about my aphid infestation. Thank you, everyone. It's so good to be back. Um, you know, <clears throat> I said to myself at the start, um, I said to myself off camera, of course, um, you know, as I muttered to myself in the mirror today, trying to work myself up to record a good time. Uh, I said to myself, this one, no timer. Go for as long as humanly possible. Uh, I expect this one to go over the hour mark. So if you can see the time on this one and there's, it's it's over an hour, then sit tight, buddy, because um you, we've got a lot to we've got a lot to catch up on, guys. There was a time where Gadaim wasn't coming back. I'm so sorry about my voice as well. I swear it sounded better. Uh, honestly, this morning, me ordering my ice latte at the cafe. One ice latte. I mean, ice latte. Awful. Every single time. Um, this is what happens when you use uh, nasal spray, right? Which clears out your nose. God's greatest gift on earth, nasal spray. Um, big, big thing about nasal spray is that it says on the back of the bottle, do not use for more than three days. Yeah, I think I used it. I think I used it for 10, 10 in a row. So now my body, uh, even though I may not be, uh, may not be necessarily sick, with anything right now, I am congested. Uh, that's the only symptom I have, just congestion, because I uh, am now addicted to nasal spray. So we're trying to get off that. Been two days now, two days off nasal spray. Fuck me. Did not want this to happen, but it, it is. And guess who's running a half marathon on Saturday? <laughs> guess. <laughs> Guys, we've got so much to talk about. We have so much to talk about. It's so good to be back. I missed you all so much. Um, I think the biggest thing about traveling is, and meeting so many people is realizing that people actually really like Gadaim. And Gadaim, I thought, I thought no one really gives a shit. I thought no one gave a shit about Gadaim, but people give a shit about Gadaim, I think. And it's that's really nice. And I do as well. I think this is fun and I really like it being a thing, especially now. And we'll talk more about this in the quick hitters. But now that I got rid of the thumbnails and stuff, and it's just like as as pure as it gets right? This is just hit record, go, you know, apply a few filter, uh, apply some color grading. That's just, that's just me. That's just me. I can't help that. I can't help not do that. Okay. And then, and then just upload. And I love that about it, right? That's what excites me about Gadaim because the YouTube, the main channel is so high production now, right? So this is a nice little way of combating that, but you all know that. Um, let's jump right into it. The feature time of the week today. We've got a very special future time of the week because it's right here. In fact, it's right, as you can see with my hand, it's right there. Um, the one and only Miranda, 
who is a a Twitch mod. I was about to say was a Twitch moderator of mine, moderator of mine because I don't stream anymore, but we'll talk about that as well. Um, sent me a uh, postcard, uh, which was very sweet. Miranda's uh, the 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 classic saying is you may work hard, but Miranda works harder. Truly, one of the the most generous people I've I've, I've ever in, in, engaged with, an absolute legend of the Elliot is a cool guy greater community, uh, and and is an extre- extremely talented. Uh, illustrator and artist and graphic designer in their own right sends me this along with the postcard it's the dog mat it's the dog mat mirandified incredible stuff if you see miranda in the comment section please send some love i love this thing so much and it, it works because the little bit of energy it takes for me to go into the bedroom pick up the dog mat and put it here that i just don't don't have in me anymore I can sit down here and record for an hour, but I can't go. I can't be fucked to get that mat. Now I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that because the dog is here. The dog is permanently here now, right next to me, and I love that for it. Um, I also there's so many new things around. You can't really see most of them, I think, but like this is new. This blue, uh, like that's holding up this print here. There's like a new IKEA, uh, IKEA shelving unit that's blue and it's fucking fantastic and there's a little snoopy right here uh that i brought to new york with me because i intended on giving it to uh either burr's letters or julia fletcher and i was getting coffee with both of them and at the very end i was just like i i've forgotten something it's it that's at at home and i just didn't i just never got around to giving it to them so that that, that will i will bring that back to that's there's another thing as well. They get to choose which one they want. But that's from Japan, which is really fun. Japan full of knickknacks. We've got so much to talk about, guys. Um, we'll do a run report. Uh, I haven't gone on a... I didn't go... I went on one run. I went on one run in the, in, in the, in the past uh, two months, it's been, I feel, since the last Ghanaian. Honestly, like a month and a half of traveling. It's been so long. Uh, and it was in Japan in a hotel on a treadmill in a hotel gym. And I did half an hour of running and it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Here's the thing. I brought my runners. I brought my running gear. I really wanted to explore Tokyo on foot like that. 35 degrees Celsius every day, two and a half weeks of that 35 degrees Celsius. Look up the conversion. It's something like 107 degrees Fahrenheit, something crazy like that. It was a heat wave. Okay. First weeks of autumn absolute heat wave uh it was incredible uh but we've got we'll get into that of course when we get there i'm doing a half marathon on saturday i signed up for it a few weeks uh, months ago maybe um i uh it's a, with, with with friends uh back in february at the start of this year i did uh, uh at the same place the same location i did a 10k fun run and it's just that twice so it should be should be doable it's very flat i'm going for an hour 45 I haven't gone for a run in so long that I, I really don't know how I'll go. I'm also, you know, congested. So we'll see if we're okay. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good fun. I think it'll be fun. Lewis is doing it as well. So we get to run at his twins, which is really fun and lovely. Uh, but I'll leave him in the dust. Thank you very much. No, I'm going to try and separate myself from the pack. Tune out to my drum and bass music and really push on. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I haven't done a half marathon yet. So this will be the first one. This will be the longest I've ever run. So it's a nice little achievement. But I don't just want to finish it. I want to 
do my time, which is annoying. I but I'll probably on the day seeing how I, I reckon I'll get halfway through the run and be like, just finish it. That's what I feel. I'll start coughing or something. I'll be like, just finish it, man. Just just get it done. Or like I'll have stomach issues, which is the most likely thing to happen. And I don't think there's very many public toilets on this track, guys. It's not like the uh, it's not like the Hoka Half Marathon here in Sydney. This is a this is down south. This is at Jarvis Bay. But that'll be fun. Going to see some friends doing a triathlon there as well, which will be really nice. Good weekend. Going to be a fun weekend away. Uh, I've also uh, ordered some creatine, <laughs> which I thought was important to update you on. As I pursue my powerlifting goals and I work towards a uh, a stronger physique uh, and my gym, my gym life continues to expand, um, I'm now going to be taking creatine as a supplement. Uh, which is not a steroid or anything. I think I was talking to my brother about this. It's funny how creatine really sounds like a steroid, but no, it's not. Um, I don't think it is at least, uh, but I'm, that, that'll be fun. Uh, I, 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 it's good to be back at the gym. I love, we love the gym. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that I say that out loud. I was just never that kind of guy, but now I am. And other health, health news, I guess my, my neck's a bit sore today. I think it's because I'm back sitting at the desk. I think my neck's become a bit sore. And that's it. That's it for that. Uh, another quick hitter. Oh, now we can do the quick hitters. Okay, some few quick hitters for you. New thumbnails. I got rid of the thumbnails, as you can see. The Spotify thumbnails will be the same because, you know, I kind of feel like that's necessary. Uh, but the YouTube thumbnails are as clean as it gets. Just just YouTube auto-generated ones. Uh, and And I still will be pausing for the thumbnail. And one day... One day, hopefully, the auto-generated one will be the same one as when I point. Okay, so we'll see. We're, we're praying for that. that. That'll be a great day. Really go off in the comments when that happens. I can't wait for that day. Uh, and then uh, the question form. I'm not doing a question of the day today, but I'm just reminding you that the question form does exist for next week. I've got too many things to talk about today, but next week, feel free to chuck some stuff in there if anything comes up from this week's Skadime that you would like to ask me. Uh, of course, the the long-awaited aphid update. Um, I uh, I got some. Uh, I I figured it out. I finally found the solution. Instead of getting a spray, because you know I've got a plant out there that's got a yellow aphids. It's absolutely infested. It's it's sickening how many aphids are on that thing. And they went away for a bit when a friend of mine was house sitting, and she fixed it. She got rid of them, and it was insane. I came back, all the plants were going off. The umbrella tree, which is the one all the way over there, is huge it's huge that's all new growth essentially that you can see it's insane um but the uh the this one's growing as well this one's got like three new leaves it's incredible the fiddle leaf fig i have never seen it grow a new leaf and it's grown four in the past two weeks absolutely incredible i don't know what she did to the plants but they they she took very good care of them more care than i guess i do uh, and the one, the aphid one, she didn't say she did anything, but just like watered the leaves and it seemed to have fixed the aphids, but they came back. I thought they were dead, but I think they were babies and now they're all yellow again. Uh, well, here's, here's the scary thing as well, right? Aphids, tiny little buggers, what will happen, what, what they'll do is their adult form. This is fascinating stuff, guys. My new fun fact. Uh, they have two two forms when they become an adult wingless and winged okay and the only reason they become winged is if they mutate uh due to overcrowding okay and a, a few weeks before i went to japan they had wings 
And I was like, that's just part of their natural life. No, it's because there were so many fucking aphids on my plant that I could not kill because <laughs> I didn't want to touch them because they freak me out so much. Like, they, they're freaky little things and I didn't want to touch them. So I kept just spraying them, but I should have just touched, I should have just squished them all. But they grew wings and then they flew off and they found another plant to infest, I guess, which is just insane. So sorry to one of my neighbors if you've got aphids. But um, anyway, there's new ones there. I got this spray gun that's like, we'll kill them on impact. Went ham on it the other day, yesterday, literally yesterday. They're dead. All of them. Every single one is dead. Incredible. That's all it took. $12 from my local IGA. You love to see it. Anyway, goodbye aphids. Hopefully forever. I'll spray them every week and we'll see how we go. Uh, and the final quick hitter is, you've asked for it. I've prayed for it. In the next few weeks, I don't think it'll be next week. I need to, I need to talk, I need to communicate um, about it with the with who I'm about to mention. Well, I'm not going to mention them, but I want to sneak peek. Um, this is a sneak peek. Okay, I will be joined. I will. I'll be joined by a guest. Okay, Gadaim will have a will have a co-host. Well, I'm going to have a special guest. Okay, and I want you to imagine who. Who would be my dream guest on Gadaim? Okay? It's them. <laughs> it's them. Okay? It, so that it's very exciting. It's very exciting. I didn't even send them they reached out to me. So this is very this is very exciting for me. This is very exciting. Um and it'll be really good. I I'm I'm excited to um virtually fill the the couch with another person. It'll be really fun. So it's who you think it is. I'm almost certain. I, I feel like most people will, will assume and it is and it is that person. It's, it's going to be sick. It's going to be so much fun. Um, but no spoilers. All right. But, uh, I don't want to... I also... You know, things change. You never know. But I'm, it's looking pretty hopeful. <laughs> I think it's going to... I think it's going to happen. They're almost certain. Anyway. That's the quick hitters, guys. Now we can get into the real meat of everything. Um, where's Elliot? Where the fuck has Elliot been? In the past five, six, seven weeks. Well, let's start from the beginning, shall we? <laughs> let's start from the beginning. I think the reason I didn't Gadaim before, I, there was, a, I think I had to put off Gadaim before I went to Japan. That's because I was pumping out some videos for um, Squarespace. Ended up just not doing the third one. Couldn't couldn't find the time. I I I have been so unproductive. It's been ridiculous. Uh, but I was in Japan. I was in Japan through the middle of September for about two and a half weeks. And let me tell you, it was such a good time. It was the best time. Uh, Japan is so easy to travel to as a tourist. It's quite incredible how like built it is for tour. Like it's just the, the infrastructure. Oh my God. Uh, the, the public infrastructure, the trains guys, you just admire, you can, it's so easy to admire their, 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 their public transport system. It's incredible. Uh, it's just like every single, and it's and it's also I think the the biggest takeaway for me in Japan, especially Tokyo, is that I've never been to like you think Sydney's like a big city, and then you go to Tokyo and you're like, this is the biggest city I've ever seen. Like I don't think it doesn't get any bigger than that. You get up high in Tokyo and you look around like the horizon. It is city to the horizon, three hundred and sixty degrees, three hundred and sixty degrees city to the horizon it's just like you're just like blown away by it like how densely packed it is there it's quite 
it's it's incredible it's absolutely incredible and you feel so overwhelmed while you're there but it's a nice overwhelming feeling it's like oh my god like there's just so much going on it's really cool you could spend a day at every single train station right every station has its own little like feeling to it i find like every little suburb is its own city um it's it's beautiful uh and i i thoroughly enjoyed my time there absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it we went to uh, we started off in tokyo then we went to uh hakone which is uh like a little uh, country town i guess it's a it's like 40 minutes out of tokyo but it's like where you go if you want to see fuji um from a distance uh and then we did that that for a few days went to kyoto then Osaka, and then finished back in Tokyo. And it was fantastic. I also brought my camera with me and I filmed some great shots, like some really good shots. I'm really proud of the shots that I took. I've, I've been color grading a few of them and I've, I'm like, oh my God, go off, Elliot. You did well, man. They're all still shots, but they're nice. They look nice. And I'm going to put it all into a little video and upload it possibly here or on another channel. I wanted to get it done before New York, but they're very big files. So it takes a long time to edit them. And I got to like make proxies and all that. The computer's just getting a bit slow. I want to get the new MacBook that was just released today, but that'll be for New York because I'm going to move there. Spoiler alert, I'm going to move to New York. I absolutely adored that uh, my, my time there. But we're talking about Japan now, so slow down. Uh, and it was great. It was so good. It was really nice to spend time with family as well. Cause obviously me and Lewis have moved out. Um, so it's nice to go on a little holiday with them and, um, it's just easy. I think traveling with family, it's just like, it's just like a company, I guess. Cause I'm, 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 I, the last time I went away was like, uh, I went to New Zealand at the end of last year on my own. And that was interesting. Like that was my first time traveling on my own. So it was nice to like have people around and obviously going around with Lewis is very easy because you know. We're bloody twins, right? We're, 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 we're great friends. You'd hope so. Uh, and um, that was easy. It was, it was just easy, right? Um, but I did spend some time on my own as well. Uh, there was the... the I got a bunch of recommendations on Instagram. Thank you to anyone who contributed. Uh, and I ticked off like 90% of them, I think. I wrote them all down on this list on my first night there. Because I, I went in like rushing out all these YouTube videos and stuff. So I just did no research going there. And then the first night I kind of just compiled all of these recommendations and um, it was great. I went to like some places that I just wouldn't have probably gone to without the help of the people. Even if just only one person suggested something, I would go there still. There was one person who suggested this bar in um, Shibuya, which was called Grandfather's, which was a listening bar. And it was my last night in the first, uh, the, the night before we went to Hakone. And I went out and I was like, Elliot, Lewis was Lewis was busy that night, and I was like, go, I was like Elliot, go. This is a big confidence test for you, but go to a bar on your own. And I've never done that before, and I can highly recommend going to a bar on your own. Can I just say it was it was it was a lovely night. I did the most cringe thing. I bought a fucking diary and a pen on the way, and I got in there and I the, like it, it. Like the thing the thing in Japan as well is. You don't see much smoking outside, right? It's like really like you're really like if if you want to smoke, you have to smoke in like these real like cordoned off little areas. It's the cleanest bloody city. It's insane how clean it is in Tokyo. And um so so everyone that you find more people smoking indoors. And this was a smoker's bar and I didn't realize. I don't smoke, but I'm handed like an ashtray when I come in and shit. It's also 35 degrees, so I'm wearing like Elliot classic short socks. I'm sweating my ass off 
got my camera bag and all this stuff looking like a buddy just like a random backpack it was like it's just like i had the biggest fucking day and i rock in there they, they sit me at the bar it's it's funny like they they sit me to i thought it was like a really casual thing i checked online as well and everyone was like oh this bar good like if you if you're trying to socialize at this bar uh, nah people come on their own people just come and listen to the music because it's a listing bar right so you've got one guy behind the bar whose only job basically is to choose music which is such a good idea and God, we went to one as a family in Kyoto and it was one of the best nights I've had in a long time. It was such a cool place. And I wish they had more of them here. Um, and it's going to become more and more popular. You can just tell it's such a good idea. Uh, but yeah, it was, I was informed that, you know, oh, everyone's going to be just sitting there listening. And I was like, perfect, perfect place to go on your own. I was the only person there on my own. Everyone was talking. Everyone was there with a group. Everyone was there on a date. It was just me. So they see me at the bar on my own. And I'm just there fucking pull out the journal. I'm, I'm trying to order a drink and shit. And I order a drink and then I try and pay the guy. And he's like, no, 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 no. Wait until you get, wait, wait until later. Then he gives me the drink. Then I try and pay him. He goes, no, 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 no. Just wait until fucking you leave. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm embarrassing myself. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking up over and over again. I'm just like under this bright lamp and I'm writing in this fucking diary and everyone, people are looking at me and shit. I'm just like, what am I doing? But then I relaxed. Then I relaxed and it was really good and you realize that no one actually gives a fuck about what you're doing. And this other guy um, comes in on his own and there's the only free seat is next to me and he sits next to me and there was like half an hour of him like kind of like chatting to the... the there's some two guys who were on the, on the left of him who were there together and they were Aussies. So I heard the accent. So this guy's like talking to them and stuff and I was like, okay, let's... Uh, this guy seems like he wants to chat. I'm here on my own. He's here on his own. Let's chat. Why not? And then I was just like, oh, you know, I was like, just fucking do it. I was like, get the confidence, mate. And then I was like, um, oh, uh, you got, Auss you're, an, you're in between an Aussie sandwich, mate. <laughs> and he, thankfully had a lot I was like, fuck. And he was like, he had a laugh. Good. Thank God. And we chatted for the next like hour. The guy's like a fucking mushroom forager for the top restaurants in Canada or something crazy. Like, I was, I was like, what? And we had a great chat. He gave me all these recommendations for elsewhere in Japan and shit. And I was like, I see why people travel on their own now. I get it now. Meeting people. I was like, finally, I understand the human connection. I live on my own. Everything I do is so... I, I don't collaborate often with my design work. I don't do much. I do it all on my own. But then I was like, I get it. Oh, people. People is why we're here on this earth to talk and that was great it was fantastic anyway um so that was really nice it just just a really nice just a really nice holiday it was really good to just not think about work for a bit i was sending some emails squarespace and i had some issues it's fine you know but it, it, it was just annoying i was like fuck let me just relax squarespace uh but it was really good it was really really good um all all three of the main cities that I could recommend all, all four of the cities that we went to. Um, honestly, uh, I think my least favorite was probably Osaka mainly because I, I was getting, once again, getting a bit sick during Osaka. I, 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 I came down with something. I was like every day for the, the entirety of our time in Osaka, I felt like I was getting sick, but I wasn't getting sick. I just like really, it was like that feeling you get the day before you get sick. It was just that for four days. So it was really annoying. I was like, when's it going to happen? And it didn't really happen. Um, but that was kind of ruined Osaka for a bit for me. It was kind of tough to kind of like feel the energy because I was just so worried about getting sick because I was like, of course, we're going back to Tokyo and I'll just be in bed the entire time. Of course, I get sick on a holiday. Got sick in New York. So I've, my immune system has been absolutely battling it. Um, 
but it was a really uh, it was a, it was a great time it was a really good time uh kyoto i really liked a lot of people on instagram were recommending to not go to kyoto but i found it to be really really enjoyable i thought it was like a nice quieter version of tokyo in a bit in a way we were staying in a really good area in kyoto as well kind of like where everything was going on where everything was happening so there's plenty of food plenty of drink options it was great food was fantastic overall so jesus christ the food was good every single meal was just insane um even the chains some of the chains that we went to were, were incredible i can't really i should have filmed a good time when i got back to really be able to jog my memory because i hardly took any photos as well because i just had that that damn camera that i was bringing around um new york is so much more fresh obviously so we've got so many things to talk about for that but uh yeah i um oh and shout out to the two people who recognized me in japan too i was not expecting that at all that was fun getting getting noticed in front of the family yeah validating experience baby that was awesome uh so that was that was that was really cool uh also the graphic design in japan uh, there was something i um i went to this bookstore and i picked up this this book i can't reach it but it is over here somewhere uh but it's like a, a um a book of different fonts in uh japanese calligraphy right so you've got like there's three language uh, writing systems in 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 uh japan that in japan you've got hiragana which is like kind of this the the more basic uh alphabet i guess you've got katakana which is like specifically you would you would it's like a one-for-one one. i'm trying to remember all the shit i was taught in my six years of japanese but it's like a one-for-one one, uh copy of hiragana in a way like each each letter each character has a katakana replacement but you would use when you when you're writing in katakana or if you're reading katakana you can usually assume that it's an english word being translated into japan uh japanese right so you've got like basketball for example is basketaboru yeah and that would be written in katakana because it sounds like the english word so there's a lot of cool things like that so you've got those two and then you've got kanji which is like there's I think there's only like 46 hiragana, 46 katagana. I think it's 46, 45, something, 40 something. And then you've got like thousands of kanji, right? Which is the more complicated stuff. So I can read hiragana and uh, katakana, but I can't read most kanji. So that was, it, it was, uh, but, it, but it was, I've always thought, because like, it's so com so much more complex than uh, like the English alphabet, right? That you, you go like, what's a different font look like? And how many different fonts? Like, there can't be as many fonts, right? Like, there's not as much freedom. So I picked up this book that's got a bunch of different ones, and it was, I fucking love it. I'm so fascinated by it. I, I bloody love it. Like, knowing how to write it all and then thinking, like, how you can write it, getting getting the idea across of the character, um, not exactly, like, but, like, still respecting the strokes and, uh, you know, you can't just, like, take parts out of it. You just got to get a bit creative with how you structure it. Uh, so I got a little book with that, which was awesome. Also got a book, which is just all the Snoopy comics in English and Japanese, which I thought was amazing. People love Snoopy in Japan. Uh, you can see why. Absolutely unreal dog. Uh, and then I got a Popeye magazine, which is a um, magazine for city boys, they call it. And it's specifically an edition. I've always wanted to get one, and I, I don't think they sell them in Australia, probably anywhere that I have the confidence to go to. Uh, <laughs> so I found one in, in, a, in a bookstore there, and it was... And it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. It's just people's apartments. It's just apartment tours of beautifully designed apartments with a similar aesthetic. And it's just that in a magazine. It's so sick. Magazines are awesome. Would love to start a magazine one day. Just putting that out there. Very, very cool. Um, but yeah, great trip. Great trip. Fantastic trip. Uh, 
I I cannot recommend going there enough. It really is just quite amazing. I also on the we we hadn't so so Mount Fuji is notoriously quite shy. Yeah, like you get a lot of cloud cover, a lot of fog. Uh, it's hard to see. Like you can you need to like get lucky with visibility for Mount Fuji. So when we went to Hakone. You couldn't see Mount Fuji, right? We were many op- many opportunities to see it, many opportunities. Like it should have been over there, you know, but there's, there were just clouds. So we didn't get to see it. We were there for four days and we didn't get to see Mount Fuji, which was grim. Um, on the very last day in Japan, the night before our last day, everyone was so tired and I was like, look, I really want to see Mount Fuji. There is a bus. It's a three-hour bus, but it will get you there, like to a lake, that is like right next to it. And I offered that to my family and, and they and I was like, but well, we have to, I have to, the bus is at 7am. I think it was. And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, I'm going. So I went and I got on that damn bus f- falling in and out of sleep. It was brutal. Very slow bus ride. It ended up being, I think three and a half, four hours. It was a lot, but I saw it. And I did a little, a little day on my own, walking around, trying to get like, uh, here's the thing as well. I saw it and it, I have never seen anything that big in my life and I could not get a, enough of it. All I wanted to do was look at it just for hours. I just wanted to look at it. It was, I, I just have never seen anything that big. I was like, oh my, I just, I could not conceive how big this mountain was. And I was like, I need to just look at it for a long time. And my whole thing, cause I had my little camera with me. My whole thing was that I wanted to go, uh, there's a spot, there's a spot uh, that I got dropped off at. And I think it was like a half an hour walk away, it said. And it was, there's a lake, there's a park, and there's Mount Fuji. And the order is you're, you're in the park, you've got a view of the lake, and then you've got Mount Fuji, okay? And the park has like a f- fields of lavender or something. It's beautiful. I never got to go to this park because I was like, oh, I'll just search up. I, I couldn't remember the name of the park. So I was like, I'll search up, uh, you know, best spots for a photo of Fuji. And I I found what I thought was the park, right? And it was like a half an hour walk away. And I was like, that sounds right. And funnily enough, when I got off the bus, I turned left. And I was like, about halfway through this walk, I hadn't seen anyone for the, like 10 minutes, okay? And it felt like I was the first tourist to walk down some of these roads, right? It was dead, empty. No pathway. I was walking on road and I was like, it was also um, hornet season and I'm not very good with wasps and hornets of the like. So I was pretty scared, not going to lie. And I I keep following this track and I get to this park, right? And I can see the lake. And if I turn around, I can see Mount Fuji. Okay. But like I said, I wanted park, lake, Mount Fuji, but this was lake, park, Mount Fuji. And if I looked across the lake, I could see the park that I was meant to get go to. And I only had like four hours in this area before my train back. I managed to get a ticket to the train back, which is like only two hours. And I was like, fuck, I fucked it. I'm, I've wasted, I, this was like an hour and a half in. I got like food somewhere as well. And I was like, I, I could see it, but I was like, I want the shot. That's the worst thing about bringing the camera. You want the best shot, right? And I was like, I, I didn't come all the way. When am I going to be back here? Yeah, I need the shot. And there was a, it was, it was like an hour and a half walk, right? 35 degrees once again. I think I, I did 30,000 steps that day. I walked for, 
30,000 steps that day and 30,000 steps the day before. I have done, I did so much. That was, I cannot believe how much I walked. My shoe has, I got a hole in one of my ASICs. Insane. And I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, let me, uh, I was like, I don't have time to get to that park and then back for the train. So I just need to, uh, I'm just going to walk. And there was a bridge and I was like, I'm going to walk across this bridge and then I should get to the other side of the lake. At least I'll have lake and then Mount Fuji. And I walk across this bridge and it was like under construction and shit as well. So I was like weaving in and out of construction and traffic and shit. It was really weird. And I was just so pissed off. I was like, of course you fucked it up, you idiot. I was like, oh, just wandering around. It was so hot. I was getting sunburned and shit. I was like, oh, what am I doing? And then I open my maps when I get across the bridge and there is this shrine that's got like, like bloody five star rating, but like had like 10 ratings, right? And I was like, oh my God, this is like, no one knows about this thing. And there was just this random staircase going up this hill, really dodgy little staircase. And I was like, they must be up there. And I go up there and there's this shrine just like sitting on top of this like tiny little hill, but like really secluded, there's trees everywhere. And then there's a clearing and then there was Mount Fuji. And I was just at this shrine and I could see Mount Fuji and I was like, oh my, I was like the only one there, only one like anywhere around me. And I was like, it's all worth it. I just had, I was just like, this is the most picturesque fucking thing I could ever imagine. And I got an unbelievable shot. And I was like, I was like, I get it now. I'm, I'm at peace. I'm at peace again. And I really got, I went up, I, I, I spent like 10 seconds at the shrine because I could hear clicking which and when you hear clicking apparently that means you need to leave a hornet is about to attack <laughs> so i was very on edge but i got out there unscathed they're very big hornets they scared the shit out of me autumn is not the time to go to japan go in spring just go in spring like everyone else does holy shit autumn is hot and there's, it's breeding season um and then i like kind of walked down the shrine and got back down and then i found this beach and I was just sitting at the beach for a while, like with all the waves were like crashing in and shit and just look, looking at the mountain. It was so good, guys. Like I said, I could have just stared at it all day. I literally just could have looked at it. I was listening to some music. I watched um, my brother uh, introduce me to Neon Genesis Evangelion while we were there. We watched the entire series while we were there and the movie. And I think this was, I think that this was a few days after I'd seen the movie. So I was just listening to the soundtrack while I was there as well. And it was so good. What a show, by the way, and a movie. Holy shit. Still thinking about it. Weeks on. Still thinking about it. Truly incredible. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, it was just... It was great. And that was my that was my final experience in Japan, being able to see Mount Fuji that close. And that was so worth it. If you go to Japan, I can highly recommend going out of your way to see it. It is worth the journey. I can I can say that. If you, if you like... I guess the beauty of the world. If you if you like the those those grandiose things like that big massive things, it's really exciting. But yeah, that was Japan, guys. So much more to talk about, but I'll I'll bring it back in 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 Gidans for the future. We've got more stuff to cover, guys. We have we have so many things to cover. Um, so I get back from Japan, and I have I think two weeks before my New York trip. And I was like, okay. And, and, and Squarespace wants a video out by the end of the month. And I was like, okay, I get back from New York at the end of the month. So I need to get it done before New York. And when I tell you that I did nothing in those two weeks, I did nothing in those... Every single day, I got up, I sat on the computer intending to work, and I just 
did other things for 14 days. I just sat in front of the computer and did other things. And I couldn't, like I did like a, like a bit of it. Like I've got like things designed for the video and shit, but I just didn't like, I was, it was like, t- it took every bit of energy for me to do anything. And I was like, this is terrible. And I think it's just because the anticipation of going to New York. I also, the, the talk that I did in New York, which we which I can't wait to tell you guys about because it was so much fun. Um, that was, that was on my mind and that was very scary. Uh, so I think like, I was like, I have to write this talk. I have to make the presentation for the talk. I have another talk that I'm doing at Shillington. I got to do that as well. And I got to do this new video and I had all, I just couldn't do any of them. So I just didn't do any of them. I ended up doing writing and I wrote the talk actually the the night before I stayed up until 3am when I had, I had to a flight at fucking 10am. I stayed up until 3am the night before writing this fucking script, woke up at six, packed and then went, oh gosh, so much to talk about the flight and everything, the worst flight of my life. Anyway, um, but I got the talk done. I don't know if you saw the talk, if you could sense that it was written at 3 a.m., but it was. The presentation was not. The presentation was very much an afterthought. Um, but yeah, it was It was a lot. It was a lot. So, I mean, now, even, even now, I was like, oh, back from New York, I'm going to do so much work. And then now that I've got this half marathon on Saturday, I'm like not doing anything because of the anticipation. I'm like, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? Do I need nothing to look forward to to actually work? Like, it's it's weird, weird way of my mind works. It's annoying. It's very annoying. But um, yeah, so I didn't get much done. But we went to New... Uh, but, but I'll tell you actually, what I did do was prepare for the next video. The next video is uh, making designs for some uh, deranged TikToks. Uh, and I've got five designs that I've made. And I think all five will make the video. They all turned out pretty well. And it will be it will be fun. I think it's a nice mix of the new style, which is like the attention grabby kind of thing. And then the old style, which will be a lot more... Like I intend to just ramble a lot more. I was watching back my old videos and I was like, I don't know if the personality is there as much as I want it to be. I want it, I want it to be more chatty, I think, rather than more like, next thing, next thing, next thing. Don't click away. I've got your attention. I think like I've looked at my numbers. People watch. People, people do watch. And I think people watch because it's a graphic design. Like there's a, I don't have to like, I'm not just sitting in front of a camera talking about something. Like you have that visual element of me designing like that that's enough to keep people engaged i don't need to do too much more than that so i'm i'm learning about all that because i don't want it to be too youtubey i've been watching too much mr beast and slowly starting to resent him so i don't want to become like that i want it i don't want to be like you know if i've got five designs i don't want to go and this is just the first design guys i've got four more designs left in this video and if you stick around to the end you're going to see some of the crazy stuff that i do i don't want to do all that I want to take the piss out of everything because that's the thing that's what I do better. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that a little bit. But I'm, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's in the works. I just need to write a script. I wrote most of it, and then I'm probably gonna delete it all because it's been a few weeks since I last looked at it, and I think I'd rather keep it fresh. Maybe I'll just delete everything. Maybe I'll just start fresh. I don't know. Who knows? That's the joy of YouTube. Sometimes you just delete everything, but uh, I don't think I will. Uh, but then we went to New York, and I loved. I love New York so much. I, I love, I love New York. I love, I love, I heart NYC well and truly. I just want to start by thanking everyone I met who is a Godima who may listen to this. I truly cannot, like, I cannot express how much I appreciate 
how generous people were with their time, with their friendship. It was just like, I got, I got like every single meal of every single day I spent with someone, right? A new person usually. I met literally 1 million people, I think. And it was just like, so I, I think that's the thing. It's like, I've been, I've been in the Sydney community for so long, but I've never really engaged with the Sydney community, like the design community at least. And I feel kind of weird about that. Um, because I don't really know how to engage. Like it scares me, I guess. Cause I, it, I just, it just does. I don't know why. Uh, but when I was over there, it was like, I was in the scene. I was like, I'm, I'm amongst it. I'm like truly amongst it. I'm meeting people and it like all of the work that I've put into Elliot is a cool guy. I finally felt that it had paid off. Like I, I, it's just kind of happened, right? Elliot is a cool guy. Like the Instagram page, the YouTube channel, everything like that. And I haven't really taken a moment to stop and go like, it's happened. But when I was in New York, I was like, it's happened. I was like, it has happened and it actually means something and it has a, it has a purpose. And I think I can credit most of that, most of that realization to, um, my, my housemate, right? My roommate, I guess, as you'd say in New York, right? I was staying with these three guys. I found this place through, um, an amazing designer, Jesse, AKA No Plan Studio, who's a Godima. Hello, Jesse, who emailed me and was like, I don't think you'll see this, but I, ha I have a friend who's got a room. And I was like, you have no idea how much I appreciate this because finding accommodation was impossible. I, I could not believe how hard it was to find accommodation. So I found it like two weeks before I went. It was, it was very close. Like it was after I got back from Japan, I found accommodation. It was, it was too close. Um, I had no luck. Absolutely no luck. Right. So Jesse messages me and he's like, my friend Oscar, um, is, is, has got a room and I message Oscar and he's like, absolutely. He's a graphic designer, right? In fact, he runs Bodega Design Studio, which is uh, which is w what I'm wearing on my jumper today because he gave me a jumper because he's the most fucking generous guy I've ever met in my life. And let me tell you, I was there was part of me that was thinking, Elliot, find a place on your own so you can experience like living on your own in New York kind of shit. The best thing I did was getting roommates. Oh my God, I cannot believe how much better it made the entire experience. And I got so lucky with this Oscar, okay? He is genuinely, genuinely, heart to heart, one of the best people I've ever met in my life. In my short 24 years of existence on this beautiful planet, he is one of the best people I've ever met. And I got so fucking lucky. When I'm talking like this guy, when I was sick, got me like fucking green juices and shit. When I was like in, in a bit lost, would guide me around, like gave me recommendations everywhere, knows everyone in the area. Just like the most loving, generous, talented guy. And it was awesome. It was, it was the best. It was just the best time. And it was, it was just, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, fuck, I'm, I have to leave. And he was like, just the room will be free when you come back. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to live there. I'm going to get my, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sort of get in my own place and shit. I, I feel bad. Um, but it was like, it was just awesome. It was just awesome. Like it was just, it was really just the perfect trip. Um, apart from getting sick, it was the perfect trip. And it was, it, it, I, I, I didn't even want to, I didn't even need to do any sightseeing, right? Which I was in New York and I wasn't doing any sightseeing. I was just meeting people. And I could not believe how nice that was just, just to go and just to meet people. Um, so I met some legends, Burr's Letters, 
one uh, and so good i was like we're definitely gonna get along we did it was fucking awesome buzz is the best shout out to buzz uh, buzz is also someone who who um uh i i i asked her what she thought of good time and she said she, she really liked she actually liked good time and i was like as someone who didn't listen to podcasts and i was like okay that is actually very validating i was like okay people actually listen to this shit that i know <laughs> that's that's pretty cool um so that's uh, that gave me a big bit of confidence for Gadaim, which is great um andre azizov who i've who i've um we, we've got a little asset pack together funnily enough i met him he took me out in dumbo it was fucking awesome it was great um lauren martin studio is this insanely talented illustrator uh we got uh lunch in bed and just like just so cool just like that was just like holy i was like i couldn't believe she wanted to fucking meet me and i was like this is it was awesome it was so so good just such a good chat everyone i just had such good chats with everyone just was so excited to see someone excited about being in new york i think was the best thing and it was it was just great it was just really great i also there was something about i really noticed this when i was there i'm a i'm a bit of an anxious person right i i am very hypersensitive of what people think about me I which I don't don't like and I'm try, I've been trying to shake it for so long and just before I was leaving I like watched this just before I left to New York I watched this video about um confidence that I just it was an Instagram reel that someone shared to their story and it was just this person saying that like it's a muscle right and you just got to do little things that just work on it and then you know I'm the kind of guy who like I can't walk past my fucking local cafe with a coffee from another cafe I would go the long way around just so they didn't have to see me because I felt like I was betraying them and stuff. They don't give a fuck. I go there 90% of the time. If I go there somewhere else, 10% of the time, they don't, give, they don't care at all. And like, I would always have awkward chats with the person, like just little shit like that that always like bugged me. I was like, why can't I just like, feel, why didn't I feel like a normal person when I'm having a chat with a barista? Like I just couldn't, I was like, what's going on? And then when I was in New York, I was just like, I like, I just didn't give a fuck about it anyone's thoughts i just didn't care it was invigorating i've never felt like that i've never truly felt like i could just walk around and be like i don't care what people think of what i wear i don't care about what people think of who i am i'm just me and that's that's that i don't know if it's like the energy of new york where everyone's just kind of in their own world doing their own thing and no one really bats an eye at anything weird that people do but like i was just like i get it i was like i finally understand everything and I think I've been trying to like, here's an interesting that I've been think, thing that I've been thinking. This is a big trip for me. This was a really, really big trip that shook my head around a lot. I think I've been trying to separate me from Elliot is a cool guy and call Elliot is a cool guy the character, right? But in New York, everyone I'd met only knew me as Elliot is a cool guy, right? And it made me realize that they're not separate at all, you fuckhead. It's me. I've always took a taken a lot of pride in being myself online youtube instagram whatever it may be so how am that may, it's a, it makes no sense if it's a character but i'm i'm being myself when i make shit right it's me i met elliot is a cool guy elliot is a cool guy is me and i noticed that and i was like of course of course and like that just made i was like oh that, that makes so much sense and i just felt so easy there the entire time i was just like i never got nervous meeting any i'm usually like someone who like will deliberately arrive fucking like a few minutes after um organizing coffee or something just so i don't have to be the first one there i didn't care i just rocked up sat down i didn't care i'd never do that 
And I've taken it back here. And that's the best. I'm so glad. I was worried that once I got back here, I wouldn't feel like that. But I've taken it back. And I now, I'm. it's just like changed. It's just, I just feel like I have a confidence that I never had before. That I had online. It's a confidence that I had online, but never had in person. And then going to New York, being, and, and having people go, oh, you're just the same as you are online. And I was like, of course I am, because I'm the same fucking person. And I was like, I can just be that confident in person. And now I am. And I'm so happy about this. That was, I'm just so happy about this. Because it's just, and it was just, it just was, you know, digging away at me. Just being like, God, just fucking be, just be yourself for a bit. And I just kept trying, I was like, oh, nervous, anxious kind of guy. And now I'm like, boom, done. And it's great. It's, it's fantastic. So I have New York to thank for that. And I want to move back. I want to move back. But yeah, the people there just, just made it, made it the best experience um, possible. A few key moments that I'll talk, that we can, we can talk about. Uh, I saw four musicals there. Four musicals. My reviews. Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street featuring Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford. Very good. Very good and quite incredible, in fact. Made me realize that the ensembles in New York, every member of the ensemble is good enough to be a lead actor, it feels. So the ensemble just blew me away. There are moments in that where it's like, swing your razor high. You know that, that part where everyone sings it together? I was like, oh, blown away. I have the back row. I've reached the back row of the, of the theater, guys. Insane. That being said, I saw the Australian production a few, like a month and a half ago, and it was up there. It was really up there, right? I, in fact, I preferred uh, Ben Minge, who was playing, who played Sweeney here. I, pref- I preferred him over Josh Groban because I'm going to be honest. Josh Groban was just playing. It was Josh Groban. It was Josh Groban with a with a with a razor and a and a beard. He always has a beard with with an apron, I guess. He he kind of wears an apron, I think. Um, but Annalie Ashford is incredible. Absolutely incredible. How many times have I said incredible this good time? Truly incredible. Uh, so it was really good. Worth seeing. Then I saw Merrily We Roll Along with Daniel Radcliffe, Jonathan Groff. That's the, that's the hottest ticket in town, right? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You can see why it's the hottest ticket in town. I've always loved the musical. I love Sondheim. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Funny thing about this one. Here's a great story. For the first, this was the one show that I splurged on because honestly, the cheap tickets were sold out. So I had to kind of splurge if I wanted to see it. So I got really good seats. Okay. And I was sitting there and I felt I was a bit out of, a bit out of it because I kind of felt like I was getting a bit sick. So I was like a bit like, oh, I don't want to get sick. But I was like, so I was a bit worried about that. And then for the first 50 minutes of that show, I was hearing this like stock music from behind me, like directly behind me. Like I'm talking like the genre would change every two minutes and it would go from literally one song was just bongos. One song was like a pop song, but that I'd never heard of in my life and sounded like a royalty free song. Uh, And if jazz at one point, rap, everything, everything. Right. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck is going, (laughs) what the fuck is going on behind me? And like, I thought it was like part of the show at times. I thought it was like, oh, there's a party going on. So it's kind of the music in the background because you could only hear it when it was so quiet, but you could really hear the, it, the, the way Merrily We Roll Along works is like, you've got a lot of dialogue and the dialogue is usually like very, very soft. So it's like soft moments of dialogue and then big songs. And 
every time I swear it would just get louder during the dialogue and I could only read it. I was like, what's going on? The guy to the left of me, left of me, classic New Yorker, he keeps kind of turning around. He's like, what's going on back there? And everyone's kind of looking around. No one's really saying anything though. And the guy to the next to me, his partner says, oh, it's, it's someone's hearing aids, right? And they're playing music to like, kind of like soften the, I guess the white noise that would be playing. And the guy's like, sure. And I was like, okay, I've never, I was like, I've never heard of, that. there might be a thing. I've, I've never heard of that. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then it was just like, that's, it was like, that sound, it sounded like it was a, someone's phone in a bag, right? And the guy to the left of me, this is 50 minutes in. And it's just like, you can hear the guy, the guy to the left of me, every time there was silence on stage, he would just sigh, just go, <sighs> you could tell every time the music, like you could hear the music it was hilarious. I was just trying to look at the bright. I was like, don't get pissed off, Elliot. You paid too much for these tickets. It's part of the show. Just have a laugh. It's funny. So I was just like laughing away. I thought it was hilarious. And because no one was saying anything. It was so funny. And then the guy goes like, like 50 minutes in, he turns around and he goes, I think that's your phone. And, and the person behind me, she's like, she's like, no, no, my phone is on, my phone's on silent. It can't be me. <laughs> and he goes, um, it sounds like it's coming from your purse. And she fucking pulls out this purse, unzips it and opens it up and it just starts blaring with music and she's like, shit, 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 trying to turn off the thing. Just had the radio on or something for 50 minutes. Can you imagine just sitting, it was so funny as well because she had these like bangles on that would like, every time she moved her hands they would just shake so you can tell it was just like, like I was in that area where I feel like people were like, oh, I'm in, I'm visiting New York. I wonder what shows are on. I have to see a show because I'm in New York. So like, the, you know, no idea. There was something bangles, shaking the bangles and shit. I was like, at the theater? At the theater? Um, and it was just like, of course, it was, it was fucking hilarious. I was like, how do you just sit there for 50 minutes hearing something coming from your feet and go, oh, it's not me. <laughs> Can't be me. I won't check. Ridiculous, right? Um, super apologetic and all that, but so funny. Uh, and then we got to enjoy the rest of the show in peace, and it was lovely. Truly fantastic show. Uh, but that was very, that was a classic, I think, Broadway experience, I feel. Uh, then I saw Gutenberg with Josh Gad and Andrew Reynolds, which was really fun. That was very fun. I saw that with my old drama teacher who'd moved to New York, which was very sweet. Very full circle moment. Absolutely lovely. Um, but that was good. It was good. It was a good show. Um, they, those two are incredible performers. And then I finally saw Hades Town, and that was on the uh, that was a Sunday show, the Sunday before I left. And I think I was so nervous about the It's Nice That Talk, which I think was the next night or the night after, that I couldn't really focus too much. I loved it, but it was all, none of the original cast are in it, so it, was, it kind of threw me a bit because I'm so used. To, I know the recording like word for word, right? And I've seen like the YouTube bootleg and stuff, so it was kind of a bit weird. But it was really good. It was really good still, but it wasn't the same as what I, I was like. I was kind of expecting a bit more. So I was I wanted the original cast. What can I say? I don't know. It's hard to watch a show without the original. Like there's things like there's just there's um I think his name is Patrick Page, the guy who was the originated Hades in Hades Town, who has this insane register that he can get so low, like his voice can get so low. And if you can't hit those notes, then like, like the whole thing, it should be like, there's one part where he goes like for an old man, like I can't even sing it. He gets low. Like he goes down. Right. But this guy went up because he couldn't hit those low notes. So it was just like, you expect things and then they, they don't have, and you're like, oh, like things I was looking, I was looking forward to hearing that note and then it doesn't come and you're like, oh, okay. But you just still, I, I, it was, 
they all brought their own like a new thing to each character which was really fun and i do like that i've seen shows before where like the replacements will try and just copy the original actor and it never works right you got to bring your own life to it and they all did that which was really fun so it's a really cool way of saying it. it's still a fantastic musical it was just like this is what happens when you when you keep listening to the fucking broadway original broadway cast recording and then and then for some reason expect it to be like that silly me but yeah it was still really good and those are the four musicals that i saw it's great i also saw a wizards game God bless the Washington Wizards versus the New York Knicks. Madison Square Garden. Saw it with Oscar. Absolutely smashed. Such a fun night. Bloody hell. It was a great night. Fantastic night. The guy took me out on the town. And we went to the Wizards game together. It was fucking lovely. Lovely. True New York experience, I felt. And um, the Wizards won. And it was really good to see them win. It was really awesome to see them win, in fact. I was so happy to see them win and see them play. It was really cool. And I was like, oh my God, I could get used to this. I could really get used to living here. And surprise, surprise, that is what I plan on doing. Next year is the year. I think maybe June in the summer, I would like to move there. And I I, I was talking to some people about getting a visa. Sounds very doable for a graphic designer, especially an Australian graphic designer. So I think, guys, I think it's on the cards well and truly. I think Elliot's New York era is is simply coming up on the horizon and i i cannot wait that being said it is the most expensive city i've ever been to in my life oh my god every time i got a i I would make a purchase i would get my iced latte iced oat latte started drinking oat milk because i had some stomach issues on the plane can you imagine 14 hours on a plane and your stomach hurts more than it's ever hurt 14 hours of that no relief horrible flight horrible flight um let me quickly talk about the flights the way there listen if you're gonna book a flight to new york from sydney honestly any long-haul flight do your research the dreamliner which is a type of it's the new i think it's a 787 you can at least from sydney you're usually gonna fly an a380 or a dreamliner the price is basically the same i'm pretty sure it's just the route. If you're going to fly from Sydney to New York, do not stop at LA. Go to Dallas. For the love of God, go to Dallas. <laughs> I got in at LAX at 6 a.m. I had to spend five hours in LAX. I never want to go back to LAX. I hated it there at LAX. Oh my God. I fucking was like running off like two hours of sleep, going off three hours of sleep the night before. I got no sleep on the fucking plane ride there because my stomach was hurting so much. I watched so many movies. It was incredible. Um, I got through it though. You just get, I was so excited to get in New York that I kind of just got through it. But like, Jesus Christ, it was a brutal plane. Brutal flight. I was also like, there were things like I was sitting one row behind the exit row, you know, with the extra leg room. No one shows up in front of me. The entire row is free. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to move seats. I asked the flight attendant. I go, hey, can I fucking get the seat in front of me? The guy's like, sure, absolutely. Wait until we're, uh, the seatbelt sign gets switched off when we're up in the air. I go, thank you so much. And there's someone to the right of me, the front right, who's been talking to another one of the the bloody... Um, uh, the, 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 what, the, what? What? What's the word for staff who work on a, fl- a plane? Stewardess? Is, what is it? Flight attendant. That's it. Flight attendant. Talking to one of the flight attendants... Um, and just before they turn the seatbelt sign off, she goes, oh, I've got a friend uh, like 10 rows back. Could they sit there? And they say, yes, of course. My guy forgets about me, forgets I even existed, forgets I even asked. This friend comes in, sits there, 
brings the bag and puts the bag to the seat to the left of them and goes, I even have a seat for my bag. And I was just looking at this leg room and I was like, you're fucking kidding me. I was like, Jesus, I'm a 5'11 man. <laughs> I was like, my, my legs are aching. Please, let me, I was like, please let me sit and take the seat with the bags. I, I just was sitting, I was just like, you're kidding me. The bag on the seat? Um. Anyway... I'm glad they didn't move me because they there was four seats. This was the middle four, right? And the, like an hour later, one of the attendants comes up and goes, hey, there's a family of four who want to sit next to each other. Sorry, can you move back to the seat? And they, had, they there was two people there. Also from the, the left, a guy was sitting there, the husband and wife. The husband moves to the middle row as well. So they've got four seats taken by two people and two bags. I was like, so I was like, what are we doing here? But you're you get the leg room. You can sit next to people in, the, in that in that little exit row. It's fine. Couldn't believe it. Anyway, uh, the family takes the four. Two parents and two three year olds. Everyone, two three year olds who have probably never flown on a plane before. Two three year olds who couldn't stop crying. And I think that's when I realized that I'm getting old. <laughs> I was pissed off, right? I was, I was pissed off at the sound of kids crying. I couldn't hold it in. I was just like, fuck me. What have I done to deserve this? And I just wanted to sleep, but I couldn't sleep. Like, not over the sounds of the crying all through the night. And, I, and, and, and the, the promise, the prospect, I guess, of legroom, right? That's on the A380. The flight home on the Dreamliner was from Dallas, 16 hours, slept for 10 hours. Best flight of my life. I I, I don't think you guys understand how much better the, like the Dream... Get the Dreamliner. Whatever you do, the Dreamliner is the newer plan. The A380 is an old model. The Dreamliner is so... I'm not jet lagged. I'm not jet lagged at all. It didn't. I. It didn't fuck me up at all. It was, it, I got so jet lagged on the way there. I tried to run away for it for like four days, and then four days in, I had a nap at six p.m. and I woke up at nine thirty, and I was like, "Oh God, it's happening." Woke up at six, couldn't get back to sleep. All this shit. I was like, "What is going on?" Then I got sick. I was like, "Ah, ah!" Way back. Too easy. I mean, I also credit that to the fact that you can buy sleeping pills from a 7-Eleven at fucking Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. So, you know, I was on that z And that was very good. I'm, I've, I've, I'm keeping that z for the flight back <laughs> next year because, oh my God, I, I, must, I, 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 I can't fall asleep. On, I can fall asleep on planes. I can't stay asleep on planes. z knocked me out. I was, I was gone and then I stayed gone for eight hours. I was like, Jesus Christ. Also, so funny. I was um I got lucky as well on the way that, on the on the way back we had a seat free next to me so it was it was there were three three seats well and I I always get the aisle because I like the one the leg room and two I like to be able to get to go to the toilet whenever I please without the, having to work up the confidence to be like can I go to the toilet because I'm not very good at that not very good at talking and there's a there was someone next there was a free seat and then someone on the window. And I checked the seating map and I noticed it was free because I flew Qantas and they canceled my flight two days before. And they were like, you need to rebook. I originally was going to fly New York to Auckland, Auckland to Sydney. And I was really excited about that because one, it was on a Dreamliner and two, it's just a quicker, it's easy. It felt easy. And then, and you get the long flight out of the way first, which I always like, but then they're like canceled and I had to rebook to go. New York to Dallas, Dallas to Sydney. And I was like, still, in, I, I made sure to get it. They originally did New York to LA, LA to Sydney on the A380 again. And I was like, fuck you. 
and I managed to rebook uh, free of charge, I guess, because they cancelled it. It was easy. Um, I managed to to get it the other way. I mean, the the American Airlines flight from from New York to from to Dallas was hell. We landed in Dallas in a storm. I kid you not, flying out of Dallas to Sydney in a lightning thunderstorm, and I'm not very good at the first. I'm fine when we're up in the air, but the first few minutes of a flight scares the shit out of me every, every time. I think I mentioned on Godime, I'm prepared for death. I, I accept that I will die every single time I fly on the, the first little bit. And I tell you what, I was I was pretty sure. I was pretty sure this time. It was it was storming. And um but it was fine in the end. It was just half an hour of turb- of intense turbulence. The the LAX to New York flight was about three hours of intense turbulence. That was the worst flight of my life. Anyway, that flight was hell. But they moved me to the exit row because my TV wasn't working. And shout out to American Airlines staff. They made that very... That was very nice of them to do that to me. I really did appreciate... I I managed to get some sleep and it was awesome. Um, But uh, yeah, the the flight back, it was uh, me, empty seat, someone... And I sat down and I was like, I think we're in lies. This is me and my New York confidence, right? I sit down and I point to the middle chair and I talk to the person there. And I'm like, I think we're in luck. I've checked the seating map. It's empty. What do you know? She's the mother of someone I literally went to high school with who was in my fucking classes. Hilarious. Couldn't believe it. We chatted chat for hours. Too easy. She's telling me, oh, I um, on the way here... I slept for 13 hours of the 14 hours. I said, bullshit. One hour into the flight, I look at her. She's reading a Kindle. No worries. Five minutes later, flight attendant comes by, hands out Kit Kats for dessert, gives me one, and then goes, oh, can you give this to her when she wakes up? And I look over, Kindle in hand, like holding it down to the side like that. And I, I kid you not, head down like that. Not even leaning back on the chair, head down just like that, just like that, holding the Kindle. 14 hours later, she wakes up as they are coming around with breakfast. 14 hours of sleep. Not No sleeping pills, no nothing, just exhaustion. Boom. Can you imagine being that lucky? I stood up once on a 16-hour flight. That's insane. I feel like that's not healthy. I could not. Be, I could not believe it. Most incredible thing I've ever. That was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 14 hours of sleep on a 16-hour flight, and it meant that I didn't have to worry about her getting up to go to the toilet because she was just out. It was so good. It was the perfect flight on the way back. So good. And now we're back. Um. Oh, we can keep going. How long have we been going for? One hour? Oh my God. Holy shit. This will be fun. This is good for all of you. This, this is making up for lost time. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about the It's Nice That Talk just before I finish um, because that was probably one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Shout out to everyone who said good time to me at the end. That was also one of those moments that was so like, oh my God, it actually has, it, it's actually, uh, one, it made me realize that it's true. Most of my audience is American because I, that was the first time I kind of experienced having fans, fucking getting photos of people, signing shit. I could not believe it. A line of people at intermission, a line of people when it finished, I was in shock. I was like, this is actually happening. I was like, it's actually paid off. Um, it was great. The talk went down so well. I made it like a stand-up set kind of thing with like a genuine message at the end and it worked really well. People 
people were really happy to have a laugh. I don't think people were expecting to have a laugh, but we but people did, and it was great. I talked to a lot of like serious designers afterwards who who didn't have much to say apart from very funny, and I think that's because I kind of paid them out through by telling them through the talk that being serious is cringe. Um, but it was so good. It was so good. The recording will be up very soon. I think in the next week or two, so you can watch it. Uh, and it was it was just so much fun. It went so well. I was felt so good about it. I wasn't nervous. I just did it. It was great. Um, I think I looked down at my script too much because I wrote it script for word word for word. I couldn't decide if I wanted to do a script or not. Ended up going for the script. I think it was a good idea, but I wish I kind of knew it better. Um, it felt like it was a bit of a cold read in a way, but it went really well. It went so well. All the photos are just me looking at the script, though, which is annoying. But I wish it was kind of more engaging. But it's it 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 showed me that I'm that I think talking about design is like a good avenue for me as well in terms of like things I can do when I'm over there again, right? Uh, someone from Iga came up to me at the end and was like, here's my contact information. Contact me when you're back in New York. I want you to do a talk at Iga. I was like, absolutely. Um, I did a talk at Shillington the day before. That went really well. I was like, okay, there's something like, there's something here. I can do the the Chris Doe. I can do the Aaron Draplin if I wanted to, like something in that kind of regard. Um, and I think that's good. The less designing and the more talking I get to do, the happier I am. Am I right, guys? Um, so I don't want to be like exactly like that, but like I do like doing talks and I think it's fun and I think it's fun to, to do it with so much comedy. But yeah, really, really nice. Really, just really, really good. Um, Ping and Andre, who are the other two talkers, um, were just incredible. I got there at like 5 p.m. The talk started at 7.30 I got there at 5.30, actually. I kind of got lost. I couldn't find Cooper Union, and I was also hungry, so I had a piece of pizza. Shout out to the person who uh, found me with the piece of pizza, said, I'm going to the same event as you. Let me show you where it is, <laughs> and guided me there. That was very helpful. Um, and it just chatting with them, like chatting with two like real deal artists, right, who like are really, really just fucking talented, highly regarded people, so smart, so fucking good, just really good people. Talking to them at the, at, for, I, I was chatting with them and and Matt, the uh, editor in chief at It's Nice That, who's also just a fucking gem, such a nice guy. We got along so well. Um, us four, we just I'm not sure I shut up. Can you imagine ruining my moment? Um, that was Siri. If you're listening to the audio version. <laughs> I uh we chatted for like what two hours in the green room beforehand and it was just so I was just like oh my god and one of them was like it's nice to talk to a graphic designer with a personality and I was like oh my god New York needs me <laughs> I was like the industry the ind it's it's tough over here it's tough it's, it's, it's uh, people with a lot of a lot of serious designers over there I was like this must be a refreshing change of pace so that's exciting that's exciting um and yeah, they was they were just so good to talk to, and I was like, oh my god, I've I've made it. I felt that for the first. Time. I was like, I was like, I've made it. Just sitting there with them, I was like, I'm taken serious. Like, I am taken seriously. It means something. Everything I've done means something, and it's not just a joke. And that was so nice because I just haven't felt that before, ever. I don't think. And I was like, I I get it now. I was like, I know where I want to take this, and. I think that's the thing. I just feel so motivated to make more stuff, more motivated to make more posters on Instagram and, and get further with taking the piss out of people and, and further and being able to say shit that actually like 
has an impact because as much as these like you know proper kind of designers may just have a laugh and shit we've got people coming up to me who are telling me all about how they were going to drop out of design school but they suddenly feel inspired to keep going and, and doing new shit and they they understand that you know you don't need to go to design school if you want to have a career you don't have to take things super seriously you don't have to be a logo designer you don't have to do branding that you can treat graphic design as an art form like people have always wanted to do they just didn't know it was possible they just thought it wasn't a thing and like being able to inspire people like that i didn't think i could do that i didn't think it was having that impact i just thought i was funny and now i'm like okay i get, that's that's what my role is in this industry right it's a new it's a different avenue yeah and i love that so much and i'm excited to to push that um yeah i think that's about it I'm so I'm just excited. I just have a general excitement about me now that um an excitement to get back to New York, an excitement to reconnect with everyone that I met and just make friends, an excitement to reach out to more people here while I can and just connect with more people. And just an excitement for this I just cannot express how good it feels to just have just just feel that like just to not fuck little just just like i said to get to somewhere early and sit down at a fucking cafe and wait for someone rather than hoping that they're there already to make it easier on me i just have never i i just i i've never felt that <laughs> i've literally i've i've never felt that and now i i haven't shaken it i'm like it's this is so good so yeah I think I just, I knew who I was. I think I always knew who I was. But like, I really know now. Like, I really, I really feel like I'm like, okay, I I get me truly now. And I love that so much. So yeah, it was a real eye-opening experience in New York. And I can't wait to get back. Um, That's the, that's the plan. That's, that's next year's goal. Move back. One, move back. Two, afford moving back. I gotta make a lot more money, guys. Oh my god! That turns out I was like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, um, I'm sure you get taxed less in New York, you know, given it's the heart of capitalism, America, right? They will, uh, they must, they must be better on tax than Australia's left-leaning government. And then everyone in New York was like, no, it's state, state. You're taxed by state over here, and New York state taxes a lot. And I was like, fuck me. So I've got a, I've, the conversion is awful. Ten Australian dollars for a coffee, and I'd be like, "You're kidding me! You're you just you just go okay. Why do I need to know this bank? Why are you letting me know that every time I do a transaction? Why you, why give me a notification to tell me how many Australian dollars I just spent? That's the thing. Everywhere seems pr- priced the same. You look at the menus and you're like, "This is what I'm used to. These numbers look the same as the numbers at home." And then you go, "That number is worth it's one one and a half times more than that number." And you're like, "Holy shit!" But yeah, really um really good trip and. I look forward to talking more about it in the weeks to come and stuff. But yeah, once again, the biggest thank you to everyone I met, everyone who said hi. Um, it was seriously like, I've never felt more welcomed anywhere. It was just like, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. I can't wait to go back. All right. That'll do it for good time today, guys. I hope to see you next week. Uh, with the, with what will be an amazing run report. I can't wait.
Um, it's been an hour and 20 minutes, uh, which is more than enough time. That's two good times in one, uh, which is probably what you deserved. I'll see you all next week for some more good time and maybe a special guest, but probably the week after. Otherwise, have a lovely rest of week. Have a lovely week in general. I bless you with inspiration. I bless you with fonts. And I bless you with uh, supporting an NBA team that isn't the Washington Wizards because I saw them lose by like 30 points to the Celtics today from the first quarter onwards. And I was really worried that with the the birth of the NBA season would mean that I wouldn't do any work and I'd just watch the Wizards. I was doing whatever it took to not watch the Wizards today. Uh, we're rebuilding. And that's okay. I look forward to winning in the future. I'm glad I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Ha ha ha. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Welcome back. Good time is back and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> see ya.